there's a lot of things I want to accomplish in my life. I want to spend a month in Burgundy, France. I want to climb the South Sister. I want to write and record a country music album. I, I want to be a grandfather someday. I, uh, I'd like to be healthier, maybe not have to take medications in my life. There, there's a lot that I still want to do at this point in my life. Uh, I mean, how about you? What are some things you would like to do? Maybe you have destinations you want to see, uh, places you want to go, things you want to accomplish. Uh, maybe you too want to record a country album. I, I can understand that. But whatever that is in your life that you think, ah, I'd like to get to that. Maybe it's your bucket list or those things that you've been dreaming about for a long time. Maybe it's what often people do at the new year, right? We, we want to get in shape. We want to eat healthier. Maybe we want to get to bed earlier. Maybe we want to uh, yeah, lose our temper less. These are, these are good things that we want to do. But with all these things that you could do, I could do, how much do we actually plan to do them? Like actually figure out a way, a process, a, an actual step-by-step -step plan to accomplish some of these things. Because they don't just automatically happen, do they? We actually have to be intentional about that. And, and what I fear most in, in our lives, even me as a pastor, I worry about the fact that we have lots of things we put on our radar to do, but I wonder how much we actually pre prepare and plan to spend more time with Jesus, to actually prioritize that in our lives so that we can grow spiritually and actually be uh, mature in, in our faith. How much do we plan for that? This past year, we did a series on spiritual disciplines and rhythms. Well, we, we call the series Rhythms. It is about how we would plan to have a, a, a way to, to be with Jesus regularly. And there's different practices and ways that we do that. And we know that rhythms, we said this often in that series, that, that rhythms, there, there's rhythms everywhere. There's heart rhythms. There's rhythms to the seasons. There's rhythms to day and night. There's all kinds of rhythms everywhere we see. And even our behavior can have rhythm. I mean, why else would we say to each other, well, that, that person kind of operates to the beat of a different drum. Yeah, we have rhythms with regard to how we make choices every day. And we want to make good choices in our spiritual life so that we can grow and, and be, become more like Jesus. So in that series, we unpacked several different pathways, if you will, to grow spiritually. And we, we talked about things like prayer. And we talked about soaking up scripture. Um, and we talked about uh, even being generous and taking moments in our days and weeks to rest and fellowship even with other believers like we do every Sunday. These are the rhythms that help us grow spiritually. And my question for today and really for this year, 2022, is are we planning and preparing? Are we putting things in place, rhythms and pathways in place that we can grow spiritually so that we can uh, really identify with that scripture in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, which says, Christ in you is the hope of glory. I'm Pastor Ben. I'm glad you've joined in with us today. It's a new year, and it's our rhythm as Christ followers to meet every Sunday, to lift up the name of Jesus, and to take a deep breath to reset and refocus what it means to be a follower of Christ 
every week. And it's my prayer for us, for each of us today, that we would develop plans and rhythms in our lives for 2022 that will help us grow deeply spiritually so that, that really we can say, Christ in you, Christ in me for 2022. So let's pray and get into today's message. Father, we thank you for your love and faithfulness, your mercies that are new. Father, help us to remember and reflect on all the goodness that, that you, you bring into our lives and help us to walk in step with you by the power of your Holy Spirit this year in 2022. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Jesus made it clear for his followers and anybody who was listening that day when he said this, he said, you know, I've come to bring life and life abundant. He said that in John 10, 10. Life and life abundant. He just doesn't want to just have us survive or just kind of move through life in a sort of mediocre, mediocre way. He wants us actually to thrive in life, to have life and life abundant. A few chapters later in the Gospel of John, he said the only access to that life is going to be through him. That abundant life is only available through Christ. So he calls us, his Christ followers, to be ready to, to do whatever it takes, to give up everything in that case, even surrender, and to die to oneself, to die to ourselves, and take up our cross daily and follow him. Jesus calls us to live the new way to be human that he modeled for us. In fact, the whole Sermon on the Mount that we read in the scriptures, in Matthew 6, the whole Sermon on the Mount is about this new way to be human, this new upside-down economy of God, how to live as His followers. And so I encourage you to spend time in the Sermon on the Mount, even as we start off this new year, to really understand what that new kingdom ethic looks like. Following Jesus is a life of faith. In, in, in many ways, you could call it a lifestyle of faith. Ephesians 2, 8-10 through 10 says this, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. It is the gift of God, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has been preparing for us to walk in these new ways, these new kingdom ways, and actually to, to, to carry out the good work that He's already prepared in advance for us to do. This is a living and active sort of faith. It leads us into loving God and loving our neighbors. Faith that trusts His story and His plan for us. Faith that's, that's a solid foundation for building our lives, building our families. It's a foundational trust in, in the goodness of, of God through Christ and His righteousness. It's not our own not on our own. So, so we can confidently obey Him and trust His story and His plan for our lives. T to shape this, this lifestyle that Jesus intends for us, we learned some rhythms, some ways, some pathways, if you will, uh, to grow spiritually and live that life. And in that series, we talked about a number of things. If you'll recall, we talked about how we pray, 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 pray. We pray without ceasing. We talked about soaking up the scripture. And in that way, we, we've actually put God's word in our hearts and minds so that we would not sin against. In fact, Psalm 119.11 says, Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So we pray without ceasing. We, we soak up scripture. We're generous. We're, we're people who, who give. We do good. We're rich in good works generous and ready to share, as Paul wrote to his friend Timothy in 1 Timothy 6. 
We also talked about serving others above ourselves, uh, that, that we put other people's needs above our own, and we, we love and serve one another. We also talked about confessing our sins, this idea of we would confess and be real and really own where we've made mistakes and where we could use some help. So we confess our sins. In fact, James 5.16 says we confess our sins to one another, we pray for one another so that we may be healed. And finally, we talked about being forgiving. This is a lifestyle of a Christ follower that we're constantly, we've been forgiven, and so we've been forgiven so much we can forgive other people. It's sort of countercultural, isn't it? It's sort of an upside down reality that we would be people who forgive. But as the Lord has forgiven us, we so forgive other people. But I would add to those. The, the Rhythm series, we covered you know, four, five, six of these. But I would add a few more as we get into 2022. And these are additional rhythms that I think you'll find very helpful. I found them very helpful in my journey with Jesus. And the first one is this, self-denial. That we would choose to forego, deny ourselves uh, for the sake of growth. And that would mean things like fasting. And that would mean like pulling away from things that we enjoy sometimes so that we can really listen to the Lord. So self-denial. It's this idea of taking up our cross daily and following Jesus because it's not about us, right? So self-denial is one that I would add. I would add another one to that, silence. That sometimes when we pray, uh, yeah, we could have a to-do list and all that, but, but I think sometimes we just, we just need to be quiet. Actually, zip it. Be quiet and let God speak to us. So self-denial, I would add. Silence, I would add. And then maybe one more. And that's simplicity. Living more simply. The idea of simplicity is maybe we don't need to have all the stuff, these creature comforts. Maybe we, we, we can actually pare down. We can downsize a bit. That, that we can trust that God is there, He's faithful, and He's going to give us what we need. Uh, in fact, He may not give us, you know, way more than we need, but He's going he's gonna to provide enough for us. I love that scripture in Proverbs 30, verse 8, which says, Oh Lord, give me neither uh, poverty or riches, but only give me my daily bread. Because if I, I have too much, I'll forget about you, Lord. If I have too little, I'll, I might be tempted to steal. But give me enough, God. So simplicity. So, so if we were to take all of those, and there's quite a list now, praying without ceasing, uh, soaking up scripture, being generous, serving others above ourselves, confessing our sins to one another, being forgiving, and then these three that we just added, self-denial, silence, and simplicity. I would love for you and I to build more of these into our daily routines, our weekly routines, our yearly routines, that we can be intentional about this life that God has called us to, that in Christ we can have life and life abundant. So what are your rhythms for 2022? Have you already started planning? Some of you are planners, some of you like to write things down, some of you kind of fly by the seat of your pants, but I would just say that when we care about something, we invest. And so maybe you need to invest more in how you plan this year so that you can grow spiritually. I've got a, a printed calendar right here that a friend of mine gave me for Christmas. And uh, it's got space on here. And I can, I, can, I can look at every day of the week and say, all right, that's, that's the day I, I, I worship Jesus on Sunday, the first day of the week. And maybe Saturday, that's going to be my Sabbath. Actually write these things down. 
so that you could plan to have more of Christ in you for 2022. I mean, take it Take out a calendar. Maybe you're using some kind of a digital calendar, and that's okay. I use a digital calendar as well. But put those things in your life, those rhythms that we've been talking about. Maybe you, you, you identify what's going to be your Sabbath. You identify maybe once a month you're going to spend some time, maybe a half day with Jesus. You're going to go hike somewhere. You're just going to be quiet with Jesus. Uh, maybe you're going to plan some, some self-denial. But, uh, maybe you're going to have a day of fasting. Uh, where you really want to lift up uh, some needs in prayer. Put these into your actual calendar, and it will make a world of difference. When is going to be your vacation? You need a break. We, we can't just always be on 24-7-365. What is your Sabbath? What is your vacation? What are those times you're going to spend with Jesus, uh, you and Him, with maybe nature? Put it on your schedule. And, you know, you might also think about time in your schedule that you're going you're gonna to have friends over. You're going you're gonna to have dinners. You're going to actually have sweet fellowship with other people because we are social creatures, introverts, extroverts, ambiverts. We all need people. So maybe you actually look at the rhythm of your year and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build in some fellowship time. I'm, I'm going to definitely prioritize my time with Jesus. I'm going to put in there Sundays because Sunday, Sundays matter where we can encourage each other as the Christ followers for our worship gathering. And maybe, maybe you also need to put in your calendar times where you're going to serve. You're going to roll up the sleeves and actually help someone in our community. You're going to be part of a project. And maybe you're going to build into your rhythms giving and generosity, where you're going to intentionally look for ways to be generous. Look, I've heard it said, and you've heard it said too, we miss 100% of the goals that we don't set. We miss 100% the targets that we don't aim for. So write it down. It's, it matters. Because I think each of us can make Jesus more and more of a priority in 2022. Imagine this year. Imagine, just kind of play this out in your head. You live this year with better rhythms. You live this year in a more healthy, sustainable pace. What if you could, you could do something different this year that, that could create margin for people in your life? That you could, you could have space and a time for generosity and serving. What if this year could be the year you grow closer to Jesus than you ever have before? I mean, wouldn't that be great? Imagine all of us doing that, being on the same uh, heartbeat with God. And you can do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can make the choices to plan, put that in your calendar, so you can live out the rhythms that God intended for you, so you can have that life and life abundant. In fact, imagine all of us being able to live in that, that space and have more peace in our life because we know we're walking in step with the Holy Spirit. So I want to pray here in a moment, but I want to give you just a closing challenge. Certainly I've already challenged you with the, the calendar, actually putting things down, but I want, to, I want to do one more thing with you. And, and, and just consider these four things. If we're going to boil it all down, a few things to take away. Uh, maybe consider regular fasting. Put that as a rhythm. That's where you pull away from food. Maybe you still drink water, things like that. But you pull away from food for a given time so you can actually hear from the Lord. You're not preparing meals. You're actually spending extra time with the Lord. Consider, consider a regular fast, maybe once a month, once a week, somewhere in there. The second thing is I would encourage you to, to make a prayer space. Find some place where it's you and the Lord, where, where you don't have distractions, you don't have other people interrupting. Find a prayer space whether that be in your home or some other place, uh, be intentional about setting up 
a prayer space for you and the Lord, a sacred little, little spot where you and the Lord can commune together and then visit it often. Here's the third thing. Choose five, ten scriptures that you can memorize and actually do it. Memorize and put them in, in, into your heart and mind and so that you can have those as an arsenal as you're talking with the Lord or you're facing temptation, you have those scriptures in your mind and your heart. So memorize maybe five to ten scriptures. And finally, I would encourage you, challenge you to do some, do some extravagant giving this year. Uh, bless somebody's socks off. I mean, really go all out with generosity sometime this year that you would be able to show God's love and, and, and abundance in a special way in someone's life. So consider some extravagant generosity. So those four things I would just challenge you with. Consider regular fasting, make a prayer space that you visit often, memorize the scriptures, five or 10 of those, and then do something big in a generous sort of way this year. 22 can be a better year for all of us. So I pray that Christ would be more in each of us for 2022. Now I'm gonna pray, but if, if you've never said yes to Jesus. As we've been talking, you can do that today. You can, you can take a next step of faith. Uh, you, you can let someone know here uh, in our church family. You can do that online or in person. But, but if God is speaking to your heart about maybe following him for the first time, I pray that you would do that. Now, as we close, let's make this year maybe the, the greatest year ever with regard to following Jesus. Let's pray. Father, uh, would you empower us to walk closer with you in 2022. Father, help us to, to, to be on the same rhythm, to be, uh, have our lives match up with your heartbeat, that we would see the things that you love and love those too, and, and see those things that hurt your heart and would hurt our heart too, because we're so in step with you this year. Father, help us make this year uh, a powerful year of growth, that we grow more, more in tune with Christ, your Son, by building healthy rhythms and planning for them. And Father, may you do immeasurably more than any of us could ask or imagine according to your power. In Jesus' name, amen.